Hello, welcome to the 50-minute uh, hour. My name is Corey. Today I'm joined by Calvin, Seraphim, Jacob, and our special guest, Peter. Um, I think we're talking about uh, geomorphism. Um, and uh, actually, Peter, I'll just let you introduce... Oh, and the, the moon landing being fake. And uh, Peter, I'll let you introduce yourself, uh, what you do, and uh, um, you know, just give your, your general spiel what you want to talk about today. My name's Peter Jarvio. I... Uh mostly go around to college campuses. I've been to 42 colleges talking. I got a couple of posters I take, bring with me about the moon landings being fake. I go, I talk about the, I show the students why the moon landings were fake with uh, photos from NASA. And then I explain to them why they were, why NASA faked the moon landings. And that's got to do with the earth being flat. So in recent news, supposedly India just had a moon landing. What do you think of that? <laughs> They have Bollywood. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so it's even worse than the one. <laughs> than, oh, it's worse. It's, dancing and singing it, in their moon landing. It's video. worse. <laughs> it's worse. Wow, I didn't think it'd get worse. I, I remember being young and I saw the uh, the video and it was like it looked really cheap. You know, which one? The the one with the tape. It's NASA. Like the, the NASA. I guess I don't know. It was like the famous 1969 yeah. video. Yeah, I was 12 when it happened. Yeah. And I believe that stuff for almost 40 years. Well, I saw it and I was like, this looks really weird. Looks you know? really fake. I, I, mean, I, I was young and I didn't think maybe, oh, it's fake. But I was like, this doesn't look right. You know, it looks off, right? Yeah, it looks it, like, it looks very... And then then later, looking, like, back, looking back on it, but when it was happening, mm -hmm. you know, everybody was just awed by that, you know. But even back when it happened in 69, I was 12 years old. Some of the old timers said, nah, that looks fake. Yeah. But people would laugh at them. Right. Yeah. And so they'd quit talk about it, talking about it being fake. Kind of like JFK in this. That would shut them down. That yeah. shut them up. So they just quit talking about it. And most people just swallowed it like I did, hook, line, and sinker. Mm -hmm. Found I found out almost 40 years later it was just a big fat hoax, just a big lie. So we can go into, you know, why NASA set this up in your view, but so I'd, I'd kind of be interested oh. if you'd be all right with it. Uh, how how did you get kind of involved with this in the first place? Oh, yeah, uh, so question. you were telling us before, you know, like you go, you've done this in six or seven different states. Uh, it's a pretty big task to take on. Just Forty-two kind of, colleges in yeah six or eight states. Yeah. I'd have to count. Up. So what what made you interested in kind of espousing the news about flat Earth and uh, the moon landing to people? Well, I I I found out the moon landings were fake. I've been doing conspiracy research for well fifteen twenty years probably. Finally found, figured out that the moon landing was fake, but I didn't find out until years later why they faked it. I thought it was just to beat the Russians, like most people think. But I found out it was just to give us the fake pictures of the fake globe. It was just, the moon landing was a, really a distraction to sneak, because before the moon landings, before Apollo, everybody was told the Earth was a ball, but nobody ever saw the ball until NASA faked the moon landings. So that was a distraction to sneak in those fake pictures of the fake globe to convince, kind of get people to reinforce that globe image that they had in their minds, but now they have pictures, fake pictures. But now they don't even need the moon, moon excuse because they, you know, they say they have satellites out there that are taking pictures. Right, right. So what would, so what would be the point of India doing it? Is that just to like keep up with Well, the, the same evil people that run NASA uh -huh. run most of the world. Right. They were in Russia back then. They were in most, most of the countries. They run most of the countries. It's called the Illuminati or Deep State or Cabal, different names, same people, same bad people. And uh, there's a lot of money in faking space. These space programs get a lot of money. Just in, U just in the U.S., NASA makes in one day $79 million this year. That's a lot of money for nothing. So, so big, are, big money in faking, moon, in faking space. Is India making money off of it or is NASA? Well, they have a space program. 
Yeah. So they're funneling a lot of money into their space. I don't know how much. I'd have to look it up, Google it. But uh, I'm sure NASA has. I'm sure uh, India has a has a big budget for their space program. But whatever money India is making off of it is just going to the cabal mostly. Mostly, yeah. yeah. I mean, they got to pay. The they got to pay Bollywood a few bucks. Mm -hmm. But uh, and uh, Israel crashed one into the moon here a couple of years a year oh, or two really? ago. Yeah, yeah, there's crashed on the way In down. 2021, <laughs> Conveniently crashed. So wait, why why would they say in this whole like it's it's made up? Why would the why would they crash it? Just well, it's, it more if real? they had landed, then they'd have to get some more video, make up some more oh, video. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. If they crash it on the way down, well, then they got a good excuse for well, you know, we can't show you video of the surface because we didn't we didn't land. You know? So I'm not too well read on this. I've seen yeah. threads. I've yeah. I've been in like flat Earth groups on Facebook and, okay. and YouTube and. My my general experience is like whatever the evidence is, one way or the other, people generally don't seem to change their mind. Um, well, yeah, you've got to. I've learned from experience. I've talked to almost about twenty two thousand people about just about the flat Earth. I don't count the moon landings, but I always start because the program so programming so effective. Mm -hmm. You know, they start even before kindergarten. They show them in Saturday morning cartoons. You got globes everywhere, right. reading Rainbow, Sesame Street every cartoons you see globes everywhere and the program is so effective that as soon as people will hear those two words flat earth they run right they run away yeah so i never start with that i always start with something you start with something else i start with the moon landings mm -hmm. where the moon landings fake and then there's three basically three groups Mo a lot of people now believe it know it's fake mm-hmm a lot of people think it. Some people think it's real. Not too many anymore. And say, some people are on the fence. So if somebody comes by and says, "Oh yeah, I knew it was fake," I said, "Well, did you figure out why they faked it?" And they said, "Well, beat the, to beat the Russians." That's the popular mm -hmm. opinion. I said, "No, there's more to it." I says, "They they faked it to give us the fake first pictures of the globe, and they're fake too." Mm -hmm. And the people that think it's real, I said, "Well, here's the evidence." I show them a few pictures. My favorite is the golf photo on the moon. Mm -hmm. There's a picture from Alan Shepard's book called Moonshot of two guys playing golf. Well, looks like two guys playing golf. Alan Shepard's with the golf there with the golf club. Golf ball's in motion, perfect focus. And Ed Mitchell is putting around, just puttering around. Well, I said the third guy always stayed in the orbiter 60 miles up, so who pushed the button on the camera? Because it's a Hasselblad, it's a photograph from a Hasselblad 500EL camera. And uh, who, it's a manual camera. You had to push the button on the camera. So who pushed the button on the camera to take the picture? Right. <laughs> NASA made a lot of mistakes when they were faking the moon landing. And then my other go-tos, I've got one. One has got a couple of pictures from Apollo 15, I believe, where the lander disappears. You get the same background hills, the, the landers in one photo, and half an hour later, same hills, the lander's gone. So, I mean, it's... Like I said, they, NASA made a lot of mistakes when they're faking the moon landing, but uh, now most people believe it was Stanley Kubrick that NASA rec heard. NASA recruited yeah. to fake them to do the moon landings he's for a, NASA. He was a little sidetracked filming Space Odyssey to uh, you know pay attention to the details on the moon landing, right? No, no, he was uh, he was a perfectionist. He wouldn't wouldn't have missed all. I think he was leaving breadcrumbs on purpose because mm -hmm. yeah, he could he, never. He does take, that in his other films too, in in other ways too. Well, in The Shining, put lots of clues it was him. But he put. I think he was purposely leaving breadcrumbs in the in the in the in the pictures, just so we could fake the most. The public could figure out it was fake. Do you uh, think that they were planning on always faking it, or do you think that they were trying to do it, couldn't do it, so they faked it? Well, that's probably what they told Stanley. 
Okay. But I think NASA knew from the start it wasn't it wasn't yeah. possible because the, the moon's not a rock. The moon's some type of projection. Now, if you could get to it theoretically, it's an apparent location. It's not a physical location. So, but theoretically, if you could get to the moon, you could probably put your hand right through it because it's not a rock. Okay. It's just a, some type of projection or a hologram. So you can't definitely can't walk on it. So okay. I said so NASA knew from the start it was going to be fake. Now, did they tell Stanley Kubrick that? Probably not. He was probably, well, I'll just do my patriotic duty and help NASA. Just because this was supposed to be, I think they probably told him this was a backup plan and say, in case something goes wrong, they crash on the way or something. You know, they, they've got some backup pictures and some backup video. That's probably the story they told Stanley. But I think Stanley found out later, you know, it was never... It was never the plan. It was never a backup plan. That was the primary plan okay. to, to fake it. Okay. Now, I'm interested in this projection hologram thing. So yeah, yeah. what do you make of like ancient civilizations supposedly talking about the moon? Uh, was it, was it? Well, some ancient, ancient civilizations talk about the days before the moon uh-huh. and the days after the moon. So, but I think my opinion, I believe I'm a, I'm a Christian. I believe the Bible account. Bible says God made the dome. That's the, the firmament, firmament yeah. in the Bible, he made that on day two. Day four, he made the sun, moon, and stars and put them inside the firmament, inside the dome. So I believe they were made on day four. So when, so I, so when these ancient civilizations are talking about the time before the moon... Well, that's what some of the symbolizations say, I I, but I believe they were there before man was created, okay. before okay. man was... That's what before I was about Adam, to ask. Okay. Before Adam and Eve. Now, some people think there were civilizations before Adam and Eve. Um, I don't know, because because the Bible's not super clear on that, because it says that in verse 2 of Genesis 1, it says the earth became mm-hmm. without form and void. So if verse 1 says, in the beginning God made heaven and earth, one heaven, one earth. Made is made, the Hebrew word is made from nothing. Mm-hmm. Verse 2, the earth became without form and void. It, it, uh, it was a recreation. So was there something before verse two? I don't know. I, I mean, were there, was there a civilization before verse two? I don't know. So I guess I guess I'm curious. One, why you think it's a hologram or projection, and then two, how was was this a projection created by God, or what's creating the created project? by God? So why would God make four. a projection rather than an actual physical object? Well, God never said it was a rock. Right. Sure. Yeah. But that's his. That's his watch. That's his Rolex. That's how oh, he, I see. That's it's, how he because like it a says calendar. he's yeah he said he put it there for days, days, season. What's it? What's the ver- <laughs> I know uh, yeah. days, seasons, times, times and yeah. years. Yeah, so it's that's how he keeps track of events and times. So when you go to the Book of Revelation, you can you can find those times using the stars mm-hmm. and the sun and moon and stars, like Revelation chapter twelve verse one. John said, I saw a sign in the heavens, mm-hmm. a woman clothed with the sun, mm-hmm. the moon under her feet, and a crown of 12 stars on her head. Well, the sun is obvious. Is it the woman's clothed with the sun? Well, the, the, only, the only woman in the, in the constellations is Virgo. Mm-hmm. So the sun's in Virgo. Moon goes under Virgo's feet. And at the, at the head of Virgo is the constellation Leo, the line of the tribe of Judah. Mm-hmm. But Leo has nine stars. But on September 23rd, 2017... Um, Jupiter, Mars, and Venus, I think that's the three, it might be Mercury, Jupiter, Mercury, and Venus, I think it is, were in Virgo, were in Leo, 
9 plus 3 is 12. So the 12, the crown of 12 stars is on Virgo's head on that one day in history, September 23rd, 2017. And also, the Bible, it doesn't mention it, but also, I'm sorry, Mar Mercury, Venus, and Mars are in, are in Virgo. Jupiter is in Virgo's midsection and does a loop, and the loop lasts nine months, the gestation period of a human. Is this like an Antichrist birth? No, no. The, the, the day that Vir Jupiter entered Virgo's womb is the day Donald Trump was elected. So what does that make Donald Trump? The good guy. Oh, okay. He's a good guy. I and thought you were going to say he's the Antichrist, because I've heard that no, too. Okay. Well, no, Barack Obama. I thought Obama. that was Jared Kushner. No, Barack Obama. <laughs> Barack Obama says the Antichrist? No, Jesus says, I saw Satan fall like lightning. Right. Well, if you go to the Greek, it's Barack Obama. What, what, what's the Greek? No, the New Testament is Greek. I know, but I'm asking, you're saying there's a Greek phrase that sounds like Barack Obama? No, no, the Greek, if, you go, if you go to the Greek language, uh -huh. it's Barack Obama. What would that literally translate to? I'm, I, I know That's, a little said, Greek. I'm just lightning to... is Barack. Okay. Fall, I forget, fall, like, I forget the, the other word, but it's Obama. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's very interesting. So that, yeah, but Trump's a good guy. He's God's trumpet, because the Revelation talks a lot about trumpets. Okay. Well, right. Yeah, he's he using the trumpet. Trumpets. He's using Donald Trump as the trumpet okay. to uh, take down the bad guys. But so, any, so that anyway, that happened on September 23rd, 2017, first time in history. Uh, you can use Stellarium uh, to look up the... Well, it lined up over the pyramids, too. I remember there was um, there were pictures of the three planets lining up over um, the pyramids on that day as well. Like there was, On that there was same a, day? Yeah, there was a lot of stuff going on. So I'd be interested not to... I don't want to like change subjects um, yeah, at yeah. all, but a lot of these ancient cultures, um, a lot of these structures that they built, a lot of these monolithic... Well, the Great Pyramids uh, of Giza are based on Orion. Sure. So the Great Pyramids of Giza are based on Orion. Stonehenge seems to line up with other ley lines. Um, right, you, right. How much do you know about ley lines? Could you maybe tell us a little bit about ley lines? I have, I'm not real up on it, but like I was telling you before we started that uh, Maui, I was looking, somebody had a map of Maui. I think it was on Michael Jaco's channel. He had a person on that was showing a picture of Maui from above, from a satellite, looks like a person. Looks like a man, sure. and where the where the fires occurred were the pineal gland and the heart. They were trying to take take the head and the heart from the good guys when they did the Maui fires with a director of energy weapons. So, in your view, would you say that um, the heavens above reflect that which is down here on Earth? In the sense, I know well, I've you heard, can see I've heard a lot of people say that um, like. On the flat you can Earth is actually reprojected onto the Earth, and the uh, man on the moon is actually the flat Earth. Yeah, the con the continents are are on the moon. They reflect it. That's interesting. Type of type of reflection on the moon, but it's not just the six five continents. Six well, Antarctica six. There's some other continents there with it, which they think are past Antarctica that are actually show up on the moon. So this is my this is kind of my real question that I have about flat Earth. Yeah. Um, the question for ninety nine point nine percent of people on a daily basis, whether or not the Earth was physically flat or round, um, it really is not going to have a major effect on their lives. So the question I would have is what what benefit is there to hiding the flat Earth from well because the, masses? the reason they did that, I believe, is because the uh, the flat Earth would is ha with a blue dome has to be creation. There's no explanation, okay. no natural explanation for a 
for a dome to hold the to hold the atmosphere in. Sure. So they had to. So they invented the globe lie to replace the truth because that's called the Big Bang, and they have a natural what they call is a natural explanation for the for the creation of the planets. That's the Big Bang theory. But if they told us the truth that the Earth was flat. They'd have to cut. They'd have to. There's no explanation for the flat Earth and a blue with a blue dome, so they'd have. So there's no natural explanation. Yeah. Right. So they invented the globe. Now I, I've heard that you know things like Archimedes tried to make a proof that the Earth was round. Aristosthenes. Maybe it was him. I thought it was Archimedes too. But like mathematical proofs using the shadows of pyramids. Oh, um, I might maybe maybe Cori- uh, not Coriolis. Uh, because I forget. But Perticus? yeah, Aristosthenes is the guy that had the sticks and shadows. Uh huh. But that works in a flat Earth too. I see, and that so, actually works better with a flat Earth. So he was just doing his math weirdly, but people later on, when they tried to invent this, like took him up as like a champion, I guess. Well, if you go back to through the historical accounts, he was in Greece back I forget what year, but his contemporaries never mer- never mentioned Aristosthenes. He mm-hmm. didn't even show up in the literature until about eighteen fifty. So I he see. was. Did he actually exist? I yeah, don't know. He's a it's, shadow historian figure, sort of. Well, uh, he's he's not. His contemporaries never mentioned the guy. So, if if he was a real guy, there was not much interest at the time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And he, like I said, he didn't show up in the literature until fairly recently. Have you heard of the Russian mathematician historian Feminko? No. Well, he he talks a lot about these figures just kind of being made up, um, right. Mostly by Jesuits. Yeah, a lot of. A lot of our histories yeah. made up. Yeah, I mean, he says a good like thousand years is. But uh, anyway, um, so so let, going back to the, I want I want to get to this moon being. Um, I, I guess would this be true with most planetary bodies? Is that their projections? Well, there there's only one planet. And is that's, Earth, and that's the Earth. Okay, so everything because the, the Bible says He created sun, moon, and stars. Uh-huh. Before they called the in our solar system system before they called them planets, they used to call them wandering stars. Mm-hmm. They're just, they look just like the stars. Yeah. I don't think they're planets. They're just. Pretty, they look like stars. To the they look like eye. stars. Yeah. yeah. The, you know, Mercury, Venus, mm-hmm. Mars, Jupiter, Uranus, Saturn. They're all just stars, in my mm-hmm. opinion. They're just pretty lights. They're not planets as we, as we know, them, as we're taught. And there's no rover on Mars either. They faked that too. But they faked that one in Canada. At least they had enough sense not to fake that one in Arizona again. <laughs> But they went to Canada to fake the Mars rover. But um, so, in the same sense, the moon is a projection. You would say these other roaming stars are projections. Well, I think the sun is probably a projection. It puts off a lot of heat. Mm-hmm. Moon puts off a cold light, mm-hmm. not a hot light. It's not reflecting sunlight. It's creating a cold light. Mm-hmm. And the planets are probably and stars are just pretty lights inside the dome. So they're mm-hmm. not light years away. Mm-hmm. They're just a few miles up. Um, I think a lot of the ancient Jewish mysticism texts, especially like in the Book of Enoch, they kind of argue that the stars are fallen angels. Right, um, right. So would, yeah. what, do you think that's true, or do you think that they're just projections? Or I'm not sure, but I think something things like astrology, which is would be work a lot better if they were real close. Instead of being light years away, they're just a few miles up, so they would sure. they would affect us. And the, the Earth is energetic. There's a lot of energetic mm-hmm. portals and stuff on the Earth, so that's just more evidence for. Yeah, could they be just angels? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, so I guess going with the the magnetic fields, I know um, there's these places in different locations around the Earth. One of them is in Pennsylvania. There's one in Spain. They're called, I think, Gravity Hills. 
Yep, where where gravity stuff rolls uphill. Yeah, so stuff doesn't function quite normally there as right. far as a gravity. Do, how much do you know about that? A little bit. I know there's a, several locations where balls and stuff roll go uphill. What do you? What is causing that exactly? Just well, I think elect. I think I think gravity is, of course, misdescribed. They had to before they invented the globe. Everybody knew the Earth was flat and gravity pulled you down one direction. Well, when they came up with that globe theory. They said, well, we better change this definition of gravity to explain a globe. So that's when they changed the definition of gravity, that one mass attracts another mass just because they have mass. I'm just going, I just go back to the original definition of gravity. It pulls you down one direction to the flat earth. Um, so I think it's something electrostatic, uh, electrostatics uh, are causing gravity. I think it's got to do with electrical field because it's no secret there's an electrical field on the earth. You go up one meter off the ground, there's a 100-volt potential. Two meters, 200-volt potential. Between, I think the, the ground has a one charge, the dome has an opposite charge. Creates that electrical gradient. I think that create, causes lightning. It also causes creates gravity, in my opinion. So I think there's anomalies in that electrical field, maybe, that are causing things to roll uphill in a few spots. That, that field's actually starting to get more traction even in mainstream establishment physics right now. Yeah. The electric yeah. Um, as a more fundamental force. I think there's just one force, electromagnetism. Uh -huh. I think it's just a variation on electromagnetism. It's actually electrostatics. If you take a Van de Graaff generator, yeah. uh, you can actually make stuff go with an opposite polarity to the Earth's, magnetic, Earth's electrical field. You can make things go up, paper, mm -hmm. not, just, not just iron. Mm -hmm. You can make paper, grass, anything go up instead of down. Yeah, opposite the Earth's gravitational field, because everybody has protons and electrons in your in your body. Supposedly, they have positive negative charges. Overall, they get a zero charge, but you still have little particles with positive charges and negative charges, which reacts to the Earth electrical field, and causes gravity. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, um, so. Let, let's go back to intention and motive. So, yeah, I, I, it wasn't NASA originally. It was just the I know you know Jack Parsons and you know he was behind JPL, a lot. JPL and yeah. uh, going back to um, Crowley, but I'm guessing this this cabal thing was there. And Werner von Braun, the Nazis, right? Yes, and the uh, paperclip, paper clip, yeah, Nazis. So I imagine this cabal was running already before all that. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. they've been around since Jesus before Jesus. Okay, so it's like really they're really the old. same. They're the same people Jesus fought when he was here. They're the same people that killed Jesus. The Pharisees? Well, the people that can, the top controllers. I see. They came, were, were they when, controlling the when Roman Egypt, Empire? I think one popular theory is when the Egypt, I mean, they, the Jews went into Babylonian captivity. Mm -hmm. I think they picked up a lot of the bad mm -hmm. uh, influence from Babylon. So they, I think the evil people were in Babylon before, yeah. way back before Christ. Yeah. So that's that was the cabal, the Illuminati, deep uh -huh. state. You know, they they changed their name over time because yeah. once people got close and started to figure out their methods, they would clamp down on them. So they would have to go under, go into hiding, regroup, rebrand, mm -hmm. and come back again as a, under a different name. Mm -hmm. So they've changed their name many times over the over historically over the years. Yeah, I mean, Babylon was definitely into some dark magic, w yeah. which, you know, maybe even goes back to what Plato's talking about with Atlantis falling. Right. I don't know, but... Right. There's, there's a, lot a lot of ancient things. civilizations yeah. that have come and gone over the years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Tartaria, Atlantis, yeah. Yeah. different civilizations. Now, 
So when you go, we say changing their name, you know, I guess the mainstream historical account of the Bavarian Illuminati is that this was founded by Adam Westphalt. Right. Was he just like a minion of that group? And then he's like, oh, I'm going to be was, the guy I who- I think he was hired by that group. To rename it, rebrand it? Well, he had, he had some new ideas uh-huh. that influenced the group. Right. And then they, he is the one that branded, I think, the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. So, but it, but the, and it started, it goes back to Kazarian Mafia mm-hmm. and even before them. So they've had a lot of names over the years, but wait, what goes back to Gazarian Mafia? The Illuminati, the, 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 the same the group. Illumina- okay, okay. The, the controlling group. Okay, the, okay, I call them the puppet masters. Okay, they pull the strings world worldwide. Um, these, sorry, when you say go back to the Kazarian Mafia, this is the same group you're talking about that was influencing the Jews in the captivity of Babylon, right? Well, I, yeah, I think they. Uh, Babylon probably predates the Kazarian Mafia. Right, that's what I was confused but, about. Uh, they, the in Book of Revelation chapter two, verse nine, and chapter three, verse nine talks about the people that call themselves Jews, mm-hmm. but they're not. They're of the synagogue of right, Satan. Yeah. Well, I think the synagogue of Satan goes traces back to the Babylon. Okay. Yeah, I could. I see what you're saying. So, would this? Does this all go back biblically speaking to like Cain or the Nephilim or Cain? I think Cain. And, Cain and the Nephilim and, and the yeah. the whole Mark of Cain thing and everything like uh, yeah and my yeah I think so that would, and the yeah. and the fallen angels interbreeding with humans, calling right. causing half breeds or uh, changing the bloodline changing our DNA and mm-hmm. stuff yeah so in that sense you know going thinking of it biblically. The purpose of the flood wasn't exactly to wipe out this influence. It was just to deter it in time for Christ to come. But well, it, was, it, it didn't completely. Yeah, right. They think. Uh, yeah, there was. It says there was. Be, uh, what does it say specifically? Before the flood and after the flood, there was a son. Uh, Nephilim is it? Does it there, there's Nephilim? Nephilim after the flood. Before and, the flood and after yeah, the flood. Yeah, both. Yeah. So some think that one of uh, Noah's daughter-in-laws was uh-huh. part nephilim or but uh, but i think the the demons are still around after the flood and they started their right they're just activities yeah. they just started their nefarious activities again after the flood i mean it's kind of funny if you look at scientology you can see l ron hubbard being pretty inspired by this because he has the whole um thetans being disembodied spirits thetans, after this yeah. giant volcano explosion right and that's right. basically the the jewish mystical belief of demons it's these disembodied spirits of the nephilim after they got flooded Right, right. So, yeah. Um, so, so, so they they come up with this uh, this idea, plan. this plan, <laughs> this plan yeah. of um, the the round Earth because the globe Earth, the globe Earth, because along with Darwinian evolution and so on, you can start to get the masses to believe in a totally natural world, which right. not having any metaphysical right. coherence it ex- makes it them... helps explain evolution. It mm-hmm. helps, and it gives you it takes people away from God, gives them. Because, like I said, it's hard to explain a flat Earth with a blue dome, mm-hmm. <laughs> with a. Um, so they invented the globe. But uh, it, it's just in some ways the only place the globe is between your ears. But um, and which in turn also arguably makes people easier to control. Right. Yeah. yeah. So even even without the whole, this is a demonic, satanic uh, group that is actively trying to fight God. You could explain it, maybe certain parts of it, even from a purely capitalist, or uh, maybe not capitalist is the right word, but a purely hegemonic domination point of view that they're just trying to do mass group psychology and they know people are easier to control when they don't have a higher power. Mind control. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They want to keep people in fear, keep mm. in low vibration, and they're easier to control. And they feed off, they call it loose energy from the the fear and the, 
a low vibration is actually actually feeds their the demons. The demons, yeah, I've I've heard this, but uh, so what? Where would the fear come from with the the whole naturalistic worldview? Well, they want us afraid of everything, afraid of the atomic bomb, afraid the Russians. You know, we're gonna self destruct. We're afraid of uh, meteorites gonna hit us and destroy, uh, wipe us. We're gonna go extinct like the dinosaurs. But then, but then and, you just die. I mean, you could argue global warming, eternal hellfire is much more terrifying. Well, they want you a lot. They want you in fear while you're alive. Uh huh. To 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 because they a lot of people believe we're it's called the Great Awakening mm-hmm. at this point in time. People are waking up. You're not referring lives. to the American Awakening religious movement. You're referring to something happening now. Yeah, something okay. now. They uh, yeah, it's a new Great Awakening okay. of the uh, Third Great Awakening. Yeah, of uh, people of the deep state, because the deep state is a very small percentage of the population, less than, uh, probably way less than 1%. And I think George Bush Sr. said, if they knew what we were doing, they'd lynch us. You know, they'd be in the streets with ropes trying to lynch us. Mm-hmm. I think once people wake up to these, what these people are doing, what they've been doing with torturing children and human trafficking and adrenochrome and all that stuff, once people wake up to what they've been doing over over historically, they're going to put them out of power, out of control, and we're going to have good times on the earth, I think. I mean, you probably know about this more than I do because you talk actively to a lot of college kids, but my impression of a bunch of Zoomers is that they're so agnostic that they're totally down to accept that the elites exist and they do child trafficking, but they're just extremely apathetic about it. Yeah. Is that your experience? Like they're very open to this child trafficking. Well, for idea. my I've been doing this, it'll be I've been going to colleges, it'll be four years come this coming January. And uh, I've noticed just going traveling around to the colleges that people are more receptive every mm-hmm. every school year. Yeah. And uh, just even this past couple weeks, as since the school opened in uh in August, that the people are more receptive than than they've ever been. Wow, okay. To, well that's that's truth. good news. I think okay. people are hungry for the truth. Yeah. They want the truth, and I, you know, offer it to them, uh-huh. and uh, they're more receptive, I think, than they've ever been. I and wanted I, to ask something going back, kind of the, to the Nephilim. Um, we've talked before on this podcast about the catacombs under Lexington. You said you've been to several different states doing this. Do you think that there is some sort of is it the demonic presence under Lexington that you've mentioned, kind of centralized in the the twenty one C hotel that <clears throat> kind of uh, what is it called? Midpoint, not midpoint. Ziggurat? No, no, no. The middle of Lexington. Center point. Central point. It's um, literally. Okay, it <laughs> they're is. Very, they're very overt okay, about okay, it. Okay, I thought there <laughs> was going to be some, some fun. Have you noticed like a different feel in Lexington than other campuses? Uh, not that I've noticed. Okay. No, I've I started last week, uh, two weeks ago. EKU and Moorhead opened early, a week early. So I was at EK and Moorhead the first week. And they're really open. Okay. Not quite as much at UK, but they're still. They're more open at UK. No, not as much. At EKU. Not as much as EKU and Moorhead. What's the most open-minded college you've been to about this? Well, this semester, you know, I've I've just started back a couple weeks ago. Last semester, the the best turnout I had was was uh, Michigan University of Michigan. That was the best turnout partly because of weather and others. It's a lot of it has to do with uh, how the campus is laid out and the where the traffic student where the traffic pedestrian traffic is. 
Like I've been to Ohio State, which on paper is really big, 40-something, 40 45,000 students. But when you go to the campus, it's spread out over a large area. There's no central location where all the students congregate like at UK or or uh, I love Purdue's my favorite school to go to because four Apollo astronauts graduated Purdue. Include they've got a big statue of Neil Armstrong. Uh-huh. And moon, they have moon rocks at Purdue, even though they they're fake. But um, so that but um, the most open. I I mean just the last few trips to EKU and Moorhead State, they're just soaking it up. So it, so Kentucky to, Kentucky has the the first place here. So far, for, for most receptive students, you've had conversations. Well, I, that's the only ones I've been to this semester. Okay. Now, I don't know if that's just a calendar thing or uh-huh. if it's a or if it's something pers- specific to those schools. I won't know for a few more weeks. So I'm saying, I, get, I, I guess I'm saying so far, mm-hmm. where have you seen, not in terms of crowd the most turnout, reception, but most the best rece- reception? Yes. Well, like I said, that the best reception I've had is the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. This is this semester at EKU okay, and Morehead State. Has this become a, a full time thing for you it, during the school year? It's okay. pretty much full. I, okay, I'm usually three or four days at a school. Okay, and I usually I t- usually take Friday. I usually don't bother on Fridays because there's not as many people yeah. on the campuses. But I'm usually Monday through Thursday at most. I'm so, usually at a college. So do you spend a few weeks at a school? Then well, I the have store? been. I I usually spend a a week, three or four days at a at a new school. Okay, um, to get established. But at at any college, you're going to have a tw- pretty much 25% turnover every school year. Yeah. So I'm going to be revisiting a lot of schools because I'm up okay. to traveling seven about seven hours or so, uh, one direct one way to the colleges. So I'm gonna I don't know if I'm gonna want to do much more than that. Yeah. So I'm going to be revisiting most of the schools. So I'll be going. I probably won't go a full week. I'll probably go two couple days and then go to another school. A, nearby for a couple days split it up but um logistically it's very impressive to me oh thanks um and and you're not like monetizing out of this you're just doing this to try to spread self-funded okay just to Um, get the truth out there yeah that's impressive so to people who are listening to this who are interested in looking up more of the evidence uh that you would want to present if you had more time are there websites or channels you would want to recommend yeah, there's a lot of good flat earth. Well, YouTube is the censorship's really bad. Mm-hmm. You have to go to BitChute and Rumble. I usually give them a list of videos that uh, that's what I give to the students when I'm is traveling. This, is this it? Yeah. You want to read that? Yeah. Um, I, I used to send them to YouTube, but the censorship's gotten so bad, I send them to BitChute. Mm-hmm. I think the videos are on Rumble, but they're not as easy to find as BitChute. But you go to bitshoot.com, which is like youtube.com. Mm-hmm. It's just another video platform, but without the censorship. And the one videos I recommend are the Apollo Moon Landings by Marcus Allen, the American Moon English version, because I think the original version is French. Uh, it's a dubbed version in Eng- that's called the American Moon English version. Those are about the fake moon landings. And then I got a, a few Flat Earth videos, our Flat Earth Journey by Taboo Conspiracy. That's a good one. Uh, Why I'm a Flat Earther, 37 Musty Experiments. That's pretty good. And the History of Flat Earth by Eric Dubay. Eric Dubay, he's a big in Flat Earth, but he's not a real good people person, but he makes good videos. And then the last video I recommend is A Fall of the Cabal. It's a series on BitChute and Rumble. uh, I think they're up to 25 episodes now. It's a real good series on on the Deep State, Illuminati Deep State on who those people are and where they come from, the history behind it. 
and that's a good one. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's. I recommend the videos. There's some good. Uh, there's some good, um, and you can search my name on YouTube even. If you search Peter Jarvio, J-A-R-V-I-O, on YouTube, you can find several videos of me on campus, mostly on campus, doing what I do on campus. But uh, And I was on, Mark Sargent is a big name in Flat Earth. He's one of the top names in Flat Earth. I was on his podcast back uh, a few months ago. It's uh, Mark Sargent channel on YouTube. It's his Strange World podcast. And it was episode 364, not 365 like the like the calendar, but 364. And I was on his pod, I was his guest for his Strange World podcast. Well, one question before you get back into kind of the, the deeper stuff, just what was your personal journey getting into this, starting to do this? Which one, the moon landing or flat or, earth? Or the, the going to different campuses and trying to spread this message. How yeah. did you get involved with that initially? <clears throat> Well, I found out in January 2018 it was flat. Okay. Um, and then as soon as I found out, well, I... What, what did that discovery look like? Uh, I was on YouTube. I was, I've been looking into conspiracies for a lot of years. Okay. Probably 10 years or 15 years by that time, by that point. And uh, <clears throat> I was bored one day on YouTube. And YouTube you used to recommend the good uh, Flat Earth videos because yeah. people used to binge watch. Yeah. Flat Earthers would binge watch, so they it made sense monetarily to, to recommend the good Flat Earth videos. Nowadays, they uh, censorship, they shut them down or get, delete them or get rid of them or recommend the bad videos. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, I looked at one video and it made a lot of sense. The boats, they're not upside down in Australia. <laughs> yeah. And that made a lot of sense to me. So I binge watched for a couple of weeks. I went down the rabbit hole with that one okay. and found out it was true. And then I started talking to people. I talked to them at Walmart or Taco Bell. When I'm out around town, I talked to people about the fake moon landing and flat. Because I learned out real quick, you don't start with flat earth. Because people, people just shut, shut up. It, they just shut it down. They just shut their ears and... That's the end of the conversation. So I always start, did you know the moon landings were fake? So it's like a gateway. Yeah, okay. as a gateway drug. I said, well, you know, the, my favorite, there's a, you remember the moon rover? Yeah. I said, well, there's pictures of the moon rover with lots of fin foot, footprints around the rover, but no tire tracks. I said, how's that possible? I said, that's Hollywood. I said, Hollywood, Hollywood faked the moon landing, but why did they fake it? They said, well, I, I beat the Russians, I guess. I said, well, there's more. They, they, they did that. They did the whole moon landing to give us the first pictures of the globe, which are fake too. Okay. So, and then I usually, I make these little plastic models that they give out to the students. Yeah, I have one. That actually holds water. That actually holds water. Okay. The globe does not hold water. It's, it's been my favorite coaster all through college. Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. Get a cold one, fill up the ocean. But, uh, but that yeah. model holds water. The globe, of course, does not. Yeah. You know, water doesn't stick to a ball. Yeah. But anyway, so I started talking to people around town, and then I thought, well, I need a bigger audience. So I had a school nearby. Okay. And I went to the, I went there and uh, started talking to students. Found out, well, I needed a permit at that school, so I got my permits. I started getting permits. In UK, I don't need a permit, which is good. Is it public? A lot of, huh? is, it, is it just any public? Any outdoors public areas. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A lot, most schools are like that. Some, okay. some schools require, require some type of permit. So I get my permits and I go to the schools. Okay. And, uh, and I thought, well, there's a good, there's a captive audience, you know? So I started going to the colleges. I made up a couple posters. Took me a couple days to make a couple posters and I started taking them to the colleges and, uh, that's worked, worked real well for me. All so right. I just 
continued and I started traveling a little further, a little further up to Cincinnati and then over to up to Ohio and Indiana and Illinois, Tennessee and different states. And uh, I enjoy it. It's a lot of fun and waking up a lot of people. Yeah. Now, what what surprises me with the from the mind control of the people who are the cabal that they would do things like censor these videos? Because to me, that seems like it would backfire. Like, if anything, I wouldn't really pay much attention to a lot of these stuff, or I didn't until all this censorship started to happen. Well, even with all the censorship, YouTube is still the go-to place. Most people's go-to place for video. Right, right. But there's content. a lot of ridiculous stuff <clears throat> on YouTube, and YouTube. Well, there's people. Not- on, there's people on YouTube believe the globe. Well, sure, but, people, I mean, but, uh, but the flat earth video, the good flat earth videos on YouTube are getting hard to find. Right. I, I guess just, my point is like, there's a lot of rabbit holes you can go down on YouTube with like lost SpongeBob episode. I don't know. But my point is, is like YouTube doesn't go out of the way to censor these ridiculous, you know, mind, vi- you know, the way they would see like mind viruses or misinformation. But suddenly very specific theories like flat earth, right. they, they target, they target. And it's like, from the point of view of someone who's just totally on the fence, like yeah. that makes you pause and think. Well, what would be if the, if all this other misinformation is out there? Why do you put so much effort into targeting this these particular theories? Oh, because that's the big lie, right? Once, yeah. once you understand, once that falls down, once, everything else goes with it, right? That's the big domino. Once that one goes down, they're done. Mm-hmm. So they have they're protecting that with everything they got. There, that would be that would be a very rational explanation for why. Yeah, they I mean that's yeah. that. I th- in my opinion, that's the big lie. Once you understand the big lie, everything else is just small potatoes. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's other stuff probably more important, like the the poison vaccine. Mm-hmm. But the big, the big. Well, oh, they target sh- that shouldn't one. Shouldn't say too. that word. <laughs> well, but the the big lie is the globe. Yeah. I think they they target anti-vax stuff, and they target. Uh, they didn't target anti-vax stuff until recently, but now they do. Yeah. And they and they target uh, flat, flat earth, earth stuff. Right. Yeah. Do you think that a ton of like social, uh, um, kind of things that are happening that people are getting bent out of shape about politically are just distractions like the furry movement that's gotten really big out in Oregon. We've talked about that yeah. or the, you know, the COVID vaccines. Do you think that is just a distraction? Well, the vax is not a distraction, but there's a lot of distractions. They, they, anything, something big is happening. They, they, they always try to put in a few, some distractions like the sub that went down to the Titanic. Yeah, that okay. was actually that funded sort of by thing. the Rothschilds. That's okay. how I felt about the whole Barbenheimer craze. I was like, man, that took off yeah. way too much. Whenever the media is like ridiculously focusing on something, I'm right. like, there's got to be there's, something. You know, they're probably hiding something. It, yeah, it's funny. I, I actually, I, I really thought there's a part of me that thought that Barbenheimer was going to be like the end of the world, and it was just weird <laughs> stuff because it was because like you know there there's that old um you know. But yeah, no, really, or something like that, because it was like the the list of popes that runs out with Francis, oh, and then he's uh, the last pope, the Peter, and, um, the yeah, Latin. the I forget the there's name. There's some Irish saint who wrote that. No, it, Ma- it, no, there, Martin, there's not, there's a Roman Catholic saint who yeah, wrote this. Martin was it? I can't Malachi remember. He's, Martin he's, or he's, something. No, that, that's that's another guy who's interesting. Oh, okay. he's, pretty good. He, he's not a saint yet. <laughs> um, anyways, there's this prophecy, and the prophecy runs out with uh, with Francis, and right. so then he was in the hospital and all this stuff. And is and it Malachi the younger? It was great. Can Sorry. you shut up? And um, and and he was in the hospital, and well, it was like some people serious. think some people think the and Pope's been replaced. Has been well, that that already happened. Biden's right? been replaced. He was replaced a long time. Yeah. Ago. Well, it may, it may well be, but I was thinking, and then and then Barbenheimer was just this weird craze, and it was such an interesting one because it's it's something very like true to this generation. It's like this. It's the most dark thing you can you know think of. 
the the atomic bomb being created and it's all this world war three kind of looming and then it's just pure like barbie you know that that pink barbie world like and and it was just it was so and i don't know how to describe it it was it was the pairing of the two that just captivated everyone and it just was this day and i'm like i think this is gonna be the beginning of the apocalypse or something like something's weird about this it it also struck me as a very obvious attempt of something that is ultimately top down trying to appear like it's bottom up like it's trying to yeah. look like it's a grassroots yeah. like meme, but it's not. It's like yeah. extremely forced by the media. Right. Like, that, so, was exactly. that was so suspicious. That was suspicious. So what's the point with that? You know, <laughs> yeah, the, the first thing you hear about it is why is the internet going crazy about Barbenheimer? And it's like it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, I, I haven't. If really the quite me- if the mainstream out. media is pushing something, it's probably not good. Yeah. It's probably it's probably a distraction. Well, and the thing is, not even the mainstream media so much as it's as I mean, it's so subvert. It's it's the meme pages being paid to talk about it and make me. So again, it's it is nefarious in the sense that it's it does appear to be grassroots. It appears to be just a bunch of kids yeah. online making memes. Well, they've developed the troll network, a very effective troll network, to, especially to combat flat Earth and uh, some of this other stuff. The Internet so, Defense Force. So they so they they're putting them to good use, you know, but send them put on other assignments you know for distraction but to appear grassroots when it's not yeah so you talk to these students you get a student he listens to you he comes to believe that the moon landing is fake he believes in the flat earth what's the next thing that that student would do or what's the next thing that you would have that person i give them the videos there's a but there's six or eight hours well there's more than that content in the videos once they just watch those Five or six videos, they got a pretty good understanding of the, of, of the fake. Why the moon landing is fake? They could probably argue with most anybody on the street and convince them it's fake. Well, and they once get a pretty. They have that knowledge. What should they do then? <clears throat> well, let's start. Let's defund NASA. But really, really, it's just a p- matter of people waking it, uh, waking up. They say there's a there's a battle going on between the white hats and the dark hats, the black hats. And once they get a certain percentage of people that are awake, that this whole the whole planet's going to flip so going going to the dark hat white hats i've heard that a lot from QAnon people what do you think right. of that i heard people say that's like a plan you know like a psyop oh i think it's real you th- it is real he's trying to wake people up to the to the what's been going on behind the scenes for the last few decades about the adrenochrome and the human trafficking and the organ harvesting and all that stuff the underground tunnels underground cities all that so i think q's been pushing that hard um, I don't follow Q directly. I follow the Q and the Q analysis. I see. You know, Q and on analysis. Is, is but, Q uh, still active? Is is that does uh, anyone know? I, I don't know. I don't really keep up with it. But like I say, I don't follow him directly. But mm-hmm. uh, um, I think he's he's a re- that's a reason a lot of people have woken up in the last few years. That that is true. I, I I've noticed, especially older people have gotten more into this sort of stuff because of the whole Q thing. Yeah. Um, where where you all were talking? Did you have a question or something? No, no. Uh, how much time do we have left, Calvin? Yeah, like eight minutes. Eight minutes. Um, I'm trying to think of what I even want to ask at this point. If we covered so much ground so quickly, um, is there is there anything else you want to talk about in the last few minutes? Well, I just I've got a couple of models I show the students. Mm-hmm. I've got a, a a globe model, one of those foam squeeze globes. And uh, and I make a, a flat Earth model that I hand out to the students after I go. I got to teach a short class. It's two or three minutes. I show them, go lead them through the fake moon photos. Shows you why that's fake, and then I explain that they faked the moon landing to give us the fake pictures of the fake globe. 
I give him a model of the flat earth and exchange and show him like he was saying earlier that it holds what that model holds water the globe does not mm-hmm. and get a mentally get a mental in, image I have a picture of a boat a cargo ship up right side up on a globe then you turn it upside down on a globe which is or sideways on the globe which is total nonsense well they're going to say it's gravity going to the center of the earth right, right but uh gravity's like I said, misdescribed, it just pulls you down to the flat earth, mm-hmm. but the water doesn't curve. And you can prove, anybody can prove in a, in a, in a day that the, wa- that the water's, that the earth is flat. You just go to a lake, about four miles is a good distance because you have, get in, run into optical issues if you get much more than four or five miles. You have other things, issues going on. But if you t- go, two people go to a lake with a friend about four miles across in from Lexington, Cave Run's handy. Cave Run is four miles uh, east to west. So if you do the globe math, the water has to curve. And on a four, four miles of water, it's going to be almost a three foot, it's going to be a 32 inch hump of water in the middle of the lake. So if you go to a lake when it's almost dark with a friend and a strong flashlight or a laser, flashlights are cheaper. One person goes to the one end of the lake, the other person goes to the other end on the, on the beach. <clears throat> The person with the flashlight holds the flashlight right at the water level, just an inch off the water when it's almost dark. The person on the other side of the lake, four miles away, initially standing up, they can see over the hump in the middle of the lake and see the flashlight. But as they lower their eye down to the water, they never lose sight of the flashlight because there's no hump. Mm-hmm. And if there's no hump, that means there's no the earth's not, the water's not curved, which disproves the globe immediately. So don't I tell them, don't trust me, trust yourself. Yeah. De- and you can prove it's flat. Yeah, I've, seen, I've done that. I've gone tw- I've gone tw- nineteen miles on Lake Michigan, d- doing the same thing. Uh-huh. But you can prove right away that the water's flat, just like it looks. I mean, it looks flat. I get a lot of globers. They finally admit, yeah, the water does look flat. Yeah, they'll say wow. that. They'll say, but they'll have all these scientific theories for why it doesn't right. bend or whatever. But yeah. if you do the math, you can see the boats. They say, well, the, there's only th- two things going for the globe: boats disappearing bottom first, mm-hmm. and sticks and shadows, Aristosthenes. Mm-hmm. Well, the boats disappear because the that's perspective. That's how your eye works, how your brain works. But you see the boat much further than you should. And But when the boat does disappear on the water, bottom first, once you see nothing on the horizon, you just pull out a zoom camera or a telescope or binoculars, zoom in, and the whole boat's still there. It's just going away in the flat water. It just disappears by perspective because mm-hmm. that's how your eye works. And with the sticks and shadows, Aristosthenes, he they say he calculated the di- calculated the diameter of the of the Earth using sticks and shadows. Well, I, he assumed that the rays from the sun are parallel because the not, sun's ninety three million miles away, so the rays would be parallel. So, under the sun, no shadow of a, from the from a stick or a well. There's confusion about which one it was. Just a few miles away, you get a long shadow. Well, on the flat model. Earth is flat, sun is close, uh, much less than 93 million miles, somewhere less, something under 3,000 miles up. So under the sun, no shadow, a few miles away, long shadow, same effect with the shadow. But one, <clears throat> then I show them a picture, a photograph of crepuscular rays if I have time. And it's got, that, those are called diverging rays because mm-hmm. the sun is close. Well, photos from nature like crepuscular rays are diverging rays. So just one photograph proves the Earth is flat. Because the sun's so close? Because the sun's so close. You right, because the divergence. No shadow okay. under the sun, few, sh- few miles away, long shadow. 
<clears throat> and the sun is like light poles on this. When you're standing on a, on a street, on a long street, you got light poles. Right near you, the light poles are tall. Further away, they approach the horizon. They get shorter and shorter. The sun does the same thing. The sun doesn't change altitude. At noon, it's pretty high. Mm -hmm. Later in the day, the sun's same altitude. It just gets further away on the flat earth as, as it's doing circles over the flat earth. As it approaches the horizon at a, some point in time, around 8 o'clock at night, the sun gets to a point where the sunlight no longer reaches you, and that's called nighttime. Mm -hmm. The sun will actually fade out to nothing. So that's pretty good. There's a lot, so many proofs it's flat. You can, pr you can spin up a mechanical gyroscope, and the gyroscope never moves. If we were on a spinning globe, the gyroscope would process 15 degrees every hour, but it doesn't. I, I, move. I do want to examine your your language about the sun disappearing because it, it does it does seem to stay the same size just go down right yeah but as it's going down it's the air is thicker near the horizon uh -huh. near the surface and at most most countries you have a lot of moisture in the air and those are actually water droplets in the air and it gives it gives you a magnifying effect those water droplets act like act like magnifying lenses so as the sun's getting further away physically it's getting smaller. But the magnifying effect near the surface is magnifying it at the same time, so that the diameter doesn't change much. But if you ever look at a, a sunset time lapse of a sunset in the desert where there's no not I much moisture in the air, in the desert, yeah, it just gets tiny, 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 and fades out to nothing, and that's nighttime. And the sun will continue to do a circle in the morning. It'll get close enough the light reaches you. That's called sunrise. Mm -hmm. So it's all explainable I, I mean people have been living on a flat earth their whole lives they just didn't know it because of all the globe lies mm -hmm. we're reaching the end of the 15 minute hour i wanted to ask one question though to wrap things up you've talked we talked earlier what's the best reception you've gotten at a campus what is the worst experience you've had at a campus i was handcuffed at kent state that was bad really not because of the content because of my kentucky driver's license it okay. says it says on my <laughs> it says on my Kentucky driver's license Kentucky driver's li license not for real ID purposes. What's the opposite of real? Fake. Well, the the rent a cop campus rent a cop thought it was a fake ID. <laughs> he thought I bought it off the internet, and when he pinged it, he called on the radio and pinged it, and he got no response from Kentucky. So he handcuffed me until I could verify that it was a real ID. <laughs> well, real ID is a TSA term. Yeah, it's not a TSA compliant ID. So they handcuffed. So that was not so much fun. Okay, wow. But that was only at least. But Kent State has a history. They had a a a war protest in the '60s yep. where they killed. They called yep. the National Guard and and killed four or five students. Yeah, famous photograph. So I'm gl I'm glad they didn't call the the yeah. uh, the yeah. the state the they didn't call the National Guard on me. No, I'm still alive to tell a story. <laughs> so that's wow. good. Have you had students react very violently or very aggressively? I only had one violent one that physically hit me. But that wow. wasn't a student. It oh. wasn't. It was an older guy at Champaign Urbana. Was it a professor? No, I think he was just visiting or something. And he, he hit got you. He got. Well, he went bam, and I, I was just shocked. You know, I I didn't. But it was. It was not a student. I've never wow. been. Now, one student at Miami of Ohio. He was. I think he was on steroids. He was getting pretty. <laughs> he was getting pretty worked up about the content. <laughs> but luckily, he had three or four friends with him, and they could he see he was. Back. They could see he was getting upset. <laughs> So they kind of grabbed him and pulled him away before he could do anything. But uh, I've, I mean, I've usually get real good, pretty good reception. Okay. I get the finger once in a while. I get called some choice names. Okay. Like, you stupid son of a bitch. But you know, Only but a few nothing physical things. Nothing physical. Okay. okay. I I, yeah. I want to say too before we end that um 
And out of twenty two thousand people, that's I've only been hit once. Okay. And it wasn't good, hard. He just he just shot it was more shock than anything. But um the sort of I guess well I guess what interests me too with the whole debate on this and a lot of popular science in general, um, is is that there's this supposed enlightenment value behind modern science and its culture, which is that, you know, everyone should democratically investigate things and you know, if you if you watch popular, well, nobody questions the globe. Sure, but I guess my saying, if you like watch Michio Kaku or someone like uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, like they seem to very much promote this spirit of like question everything, inquire, but don't, but don't question but, the globe. But there's certain <clears throat> things that once you ask, suddenly that whole Enlightenment, democratic, scientific value is thrown out the window for favor right. of something that looks much more like the Catholic dogmatism. Like you do not question these things, right. and if you question these things, we're going to kick you off YouTube, we're going to defund you, and it's right. like. This right. this is not the democratic science I was promised in the Enlightenment, which I don't even I'm not even in I'm not a pro Enlightenment guy. If you listen to the podcast, you know that. But I'm like, if there's one nice thing about the Enlightenment, it's like if you're going to do it, you have to do it right. Like you can't say you should. You're not you're not going to say we're going to be free thinkers and then suddenly shut down. But these areas are off limits. And and again, to me, that strikes me again from the point of view of like the elites. It's like if if you want if you think the whole mind control thing is good. This seems idiotic to me because once you do that, it makes people wonder why is this mis misinformation? Why is this issue off limits? Right, and other misinformation is just whatever. Right, and and to me that really starts to raise certain questions. Again, even if you're totally agnostic on the fence, that starts well. Maybe I should investigate these things that are being actively hey, censored. Exactly. Um, are, are we at time? We are. All right. Well, Peter, I want to thank you for coming on and uh, speaking your mind. I, I had a good time. Enjoyed. Good. It. And, you. you know, maybe we'll have you back on at some point, sure. too, if you're down. Sure. Um, but uh, I'll see you all next time and uh, enjoy your walk on the flat earth. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>